Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the GAA Hour with Darren O'Sullivan on Sports Joe. Hi there, you're very welcome along to the GAA Hour with me, Darren O'Sullivan. Loads to talk about again today and I'll be joined a little later on by Longford's Mickey Quinn to talk about the upcoming Taltian Cup. Um, but I'm delighted to be joined in studio today by Kevin's Mystic Mackey and Galway's, I won't say Finian. I was going to call him having to clue Henley, but that's a bit harsh. It's all, right, it's all about the predictions here and we're going to talk about it a bit later on. But uh, I think we both were a bit harsh on Keen last time and he predicted uh, Derry would win Ulster. Um, he's proven to be right, but we'll get to that a bit later on. But the Talenting Cup started the weekend. Uh, good win for Offaly and Wicklow, so... Um, yeah, I think the the Wicklow the Wicklow Water game probably expected Wicklow to get come out on top of that, but it's good to have the competition up and running. And obviously, Offaly came out on top against Wexford in a in a tight game for Lynn. Yeah, I know. Look, it's it's started after all the furore and all the talk about it. It's it's up and running. Um, obviously, you know, a bit of a whimper of a start having two games on on the weekend. Probably a lot of the lesser teams playing this weekend uh, in the pre- preliminaries so um, look for Wexford it's very hard to you know create the same act twice uh, particularly when it's you know it's their neighbours or they're, they're not far away they're in Leinster Wexford and, and Offaly for Wexford to go and beat Offaly again obviously Offaly were pulling the mm. chairs off the dressing room to get out and have another crack so it was perfect perfect storm for John Mohan and the boys and look Niall McNamee uh, you know uh, in his in all his years, one five again carried carried them over the line, you know. Like they've they they they've some good players awfully. They've they've shown it in the last while. We're getting up to Division Two, you know, Anton Sullivan and these guys. Like they, this is one that game yesterday could give them a bit of momentum to get forward. And Mahan will kind of, you know, like getting off to a, a a good start, getting a win and and getting a bit of momentum behind them. But you know they'll need to, you know down the road they'll need to add to Niall McNamee and start and 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 get a bit of support up front. But look, a good win for Offaly. Wicklow was expected definitely. You know, Waterford are are, are are struggling. They need more games. Yeah. That's another day's conversation. Yeah. But they you know they need to be going up out again next weekend, playing another team to try and improve on the things. But now their year is over. You know they're not back until January next year. That's a whole other can of worms. But look, it's up and running. There's some good ties coming this weekend. So uh, interesting so far. Yeah, John Martin came out there. You know, it was a week or two ago. I seen he had an interview and he was almost throwing away the GPS and all the stats and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's my type of manager. No, <laughs> you know, get rid of it, Keen. But uh, no, it should be a good game. Now, obviously, we have Wicklow and Offaly now this weekend, so it should be good. But disappointing. I don't know a bit of bit of extra thinking going into it we could have actually had one of them games on TV I know it was on GA Go for a tenner but 
not many people are going to spend a tenner on it to be honest but you would have actually had a good few watching I think if it was an RT and the hurling wasn't until four o'clock so are the GA missing a bit of a trick there by just, just a bit of forward thinking really with Akeen yeah look at the the big thing for them is they need to promote this Tatchin mm. Cup like as you, you look at Offaly and Maxwell one point game two point game like yeah. three eleven to, to two thirteen or something like that like that that's an exciting game for yeah. everyone do you know what I mean like quality mightn't be your Dublin carry but like excitement is, is what people want to see like you know and, and that's what I believe the Talton Cup really brings is excitement tight games do you know like the like there's loads of class footballers that, that play for the so called weaker counties and they don't get the, the air time so it, it, it's up to GA up to RTE TG4 you know these, these yeah. companies really need to, to push this forward and if it was pushed forward, it would start to be a real recognised competition. But unless they're doing that, like the likes of lads leaving squads, like we say the down squad lads leaving squads to go to America, you it's hard to argue with young yeah. lads doing that. You know, like you're not getting air time. Like you're just playing, you might as well be playing challenge matches when they're not aired live on TV. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you have to get to a semi-final of a Talchin Cup to get on to, get on to television. So it's just, it's, it's a long old year of slogging for for no real rewards, you know. Yeah, and Kevin, your own county now, I suppose, look, they've been tipped as red-hot favourites. They're playing down with a bit of a chat and we're saying it's hard to know with down. Like, we all know they've good footballers, but there's obviously a lot going wrong up there at the moment. But would there be a bit of excitement in Kevin, just the fact that you're in a competition now that realistically, well, you're red-hot favourites for by other counties and other pundits like us talking about it. Would there be a bit of excitement because there is that opportunity to get back to Crow Park climb the steps of the Hogan stand again for these group of players yeah look at when, you, when you're there and, and you're part of the group silverware is key like Cavan are definitely good enough to be within the the, the Sam mm. like half of, of the country but at this moment in time I wouldn't say there's excitement you know it's kind of like we should the question is we should be up mm. here and we're mm. here but as the competition goes on and, and all going well Cavan progress and if they get to a semi-final then next of all you start to say yeah, like we, we can go and win this, mm-hmm. and then everything starts to ramp up. Do you know the the early starts of any competition sometimes takes a, a bit of time for the wheels to get yeah. in motion, same as like an Ulster Championship, the Munster Championship. It takes time, but like as it gets to me, we say the quarterfinals, semifinals. That's when you see the Talchin Cup, and everyone will start to to build on it then. And, and just at home in that, like people are kind of like still going off. We're tight to Donegal, but we're in the Talchin Cup. Yeah. You know, and that's just kind of that's that's the reality of it, unfortunately. Well, that's the position they put themselves <clears> in, really. Do you know, a couple of bad league performances, or maybe taking their eye off the ball, and you could slip through the divisions. And unfortunately, having a good championship game every now and again isn't good enough. It's about being consistent all the way through. And I suppose fitting, we're going to have London and Sligo as well. It's like a kind of championship clash as well. And I, it'd be a game I'd be looking forward to watching as well because. John you know, they're tight enough over the league as well. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose going back to the point on 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 winning margins, and Keane made the point about yesterday. You know, a po- kick of the ball between Offaly and Wexford. Um, you know, it was it was it was a tight game. I think there's only been four, five games out of twenty odd games that we've had to date that have had you know less winning margin than five points. I think the rest have all been six plus. You know, so any of these tight games we get that are, you know, come down, yeah. come down to the stretch, th- th- that's what we want. You know, that's 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 the excitement. I think everyone was watching the soccer yesterday and it was up and down and whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, like people need to take interest. I don't think a lot of people will care that Waterford are gone or or that Wexford are gone today. Do you know what I mean? And that's their season over. Bar the players who who train and know what it takes to 
for for those players they they put in the same effort as everyone else and now now they're gone as well but that's an that's another point but i think you know as many as many games that we can get that are tight i think sligo and london to the point is 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 is, is juicy enough tie i think london will have 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 put it in and would have been you know looking forward to the talton cup you know over over the last couple of months um sligo obviously you know their second year in, in, in this kind of project they would have been looking at the Connacht Championship a bit more so it's an interesting game um, to see how Sligo kind of bounced back from from the trimming they got off Roscommon um, uh, and look obviously you know London lost to Leitrim but it was a narrow game as well so, so London are off a kind of a more positive experience yeah. than Sligo are so it's 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 yeah certainly an interesting game that should be should be a tight one as well which is yeah. what we want to see and I'm looking forward to actually talking to Mickey Quinn a bit later about it because obviously I always find it Bit strange me talking about it because I'm there going. Look, I was playing with Kerry. We were always competing for Sam, and sometimes it might come across as what to see that you know about it. But it'd be interesting to talk to Mickey about it because obviously Longford um, they have a tough game against Fermanagh, but he has a couple of league titles won 2011 and 12. But this is another opportunity maybe for Silverware, maybe not this year, next year, John, because you are playing teams of your own level. So it'd be interesting to see a fellow who's actually preparing for this competition how he how he's preparing for it, how the squad are preparing for it. So it'd be interesting to get an intake into that. And look, I think the semi-finals are going to be on RT and the rest of them you can stream on GA Go. And look, we've talked about it before, about the image rights and the TV rights and stuff like that. They need to get this put into it. Like, and look, we won't harp on about it again all the time, but if we can get the format right, I think there's just a format at the moment that's wrong. Yeah. But on a Warford um, point of view, look, they're gone from the hurling, they're gone from the football. There's no reason they can't be starting all their championships, club championships in mm. the next two weeks. And these players might get a good winter. Do you know? They might get a winter where they're not slogging around the muck in the gutter. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's, what's wrong with players actually getting a couple of months off to... Yeah, the, the, the problem the is there though, you know, you, you start the championship early and then an inter-county manager comes in and goes, oh, we've two months extra now here and then wheel lads Big back time. in too yeah. early. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's that's the killer for them yeah. boys. Yeah. Now. Your first meeting's in September. Yeah, and going, oh, you know, and, and it's great, like, they'll play club football and club hurling in, in grey weather, but as for yeah. a winter off from any of my... Uh, Memories, there's, thing, there's, yeah. there's no they, like, it's a new manager comes in and goes oh we've two months extra here to get fitter and faster and all this and yeah. it, it, it doesn't happen it, unfortunately it'd be an interesting experiment though to talk to what like a lot of like a lot of people won't care about Waterford today Waterford football particularly you know um, but it'd be an interesting experiment to see how many training sessions they did how many gym sessions they did they played nine games um, you know what's the plan for the future what's going on in a, in a county like Waterford do you know what I mean and get some Inside into it and, and and kind of bring it to the bring it to the public's attention of this is actually what's happening or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because there's going to be loads of debates. Is the Talton Cup the answer to this? I don't know. The provincials are certainly not the answer. They, no. There have been a disaster this year. Um, but yeah. but you know, for the likes of Cavan, and I know you were on about Cavan and being close to Donegal, but like you know, Derry went to Division Four. They have to come back. Cavan were should want to win the Talton Cup this year, get up to Division 2 then next year. You know, I know it's another year, but when they get there, then they have to re- realise that steps. it can never happen again. Cavan can never get to Division 4 again because they're downplaying Talton Cup and they'll they'll have had a taste of it. They probably, or they have a good chance of winning it. So, you know, it's it's a kick in the ass for, for, for Cavan now, but hopefully it's good learning for them where they're back to where they think they belong or they should be, as, as Keane says. There's a realistic way of looking at it. There probably is three tiers where we are, like, mm. you know, like there there is three tiers that you've. You can argue for like the likes of Cavan and Down, say maybe Longford. They'd feel they're 
they're thereabouts with the lower teams competing for Sam and then you have teams that will really bite onto this going Talchin Cup is, is what we have do you know like are you that, including down there now just because Kevin are playing on the weekend you're trying to take the pressure off <laughs> no <laughs> pressure is higher now because down seem to be downplaying the whole lot so yeah. Kevin are expected to win so it's actually going to be a lot more difficult than, than, than previous years because mm. usually Kevin play down you'd be there going down should win this game like and now at the minute Kevin are favourites so that kind of puts more pressure on Kevin but like the, there is potentially three tiers there but we're getting to two tiers and there's teams that don't really care about it. You know, straight away, off the bat, there's teams that aren't caring about it. There's lads leaving a down panel. Like, there's lads probably leaving other panels that you don't hear about. Mm. Do you know that kind mm. of way? So, it's it's hard to... It's not a, it's not going to be a quick fix. There's definitely no. not a quick fix to where we are at the minute. But I, I definitely... I, I'm a believer of the Talchin Cup, but only if it gets the right press, the right push forward. And at the minute, like, it was str- over Twitter... I don't know who put it up, like how bad it was organised. Like, it's within two weeks, it was like this was a new format, and you're kind of yeah. like, what's going on here? You know, like it, it yeah. just yeah. Like, there's probably lads getting paid a lot of money to to really throw their arse at it. You know, yeah. that that's kind of what's been done, and it's not showing respect to any players that are involved in the Talchin Yeah, but and, and that's that's very frustrating. Like if I was playing in it, and it was kind of like, what's what's the format? Like you, you lose Donegal and then you're thinking what's the format where are we going forward and then next to the ball it's kind of like well we don't really know because they haven't told us you'd be like what the like what's going on here yeah. you know yeah. so it, it's just showing no respect like Sam is Sam you know exactly what's going forward Talchin Cup they're just really just kind of going oh we'll wing it yeah. You know? So it's it's not it's a box taking exercise yeah. at the minute. At right. the moment it's a case of we'll see if this works if it doesn't we'll change it next year and we'll change it look and obviously we know it's going to take time to kick off and people really buy into the the only way you can buy into it really is by having a looking professional, yeah. by giving it the credit it deserves. Look, we're, we're blue in the face from talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I do think if we get a couple of good games this weekend, like good games now where it is tense and there's a, there's a bit of fireworks and there's a bit of tension and I can maybe understand what maybe understand why they wanted to do the kind of half-provincial kind of split. And the but it's, it's still would be no good like Cavan Down would be an ideal game to put on TV mm. and then that goes and builds the Talchin Cup it's not on telly we could talk about it and see a bit in the Sunday game and be like ah oh, yeah just that was a great game yeah. the rest of the country having a clue yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean so it really they're not doing anything to, to promote it like, like Longford and Fermanagh another great game that yeah. I think it was mm. a point in the game the last two years to play in the league like the two good game good tight games play have one this weekend and then another next weekend like that would that would boost the whole profile of it. Is there any games on the? Uh, no, on there's the nothing to the semi-finals. You can't get people talking about something if they don't see it. That's, that's exactly the be all and end all yeah. of it. But, but it all comes down. Look, it's, the elephant in the room is the provincial councils and the county boards that are voting for the status quo and yeah. things like that. Look, it's 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 clannish. It's it's we're all sound here. Forget Waterford. I don't really give a crap about Waterford. You've an awful set in Waterford. I know you're. <laughs> no, but, but, no. I I I have a positive set. Like I love to. I love to. Yeah. I love to spend a couple of days down there and see what their actually ambition is yeah. in the county and how the who's going to help them and who's helping them or what's the story because it just cut them off. Sure, they're grand. They're gone. They're yeah, sound. Exactly. Like, Most of the problem you know, is that but Donegal and Galway are all you know. You know we're fine because we can yeah. do. We know what we're at, and we'll vote for this, that, and the other. Like yeah. it's anyhow. Look, it, we we'll be. We'll, we'll give you a separate show about water. We get them an Airbnb and more for the next weekend. <laughs> Don't Garvin for the summer. I think we'll do the Greenway. Yeah. But um, look, you mentioned there the provincials. They've more or less been a disaster. Um, but they're on this week. Um, we were all fortunate enough. We played in some provincial finals. What was your feelings the week of a? 
provincial final? Was it nerves? Was it excitement? We got you first filling. You'd have you'd have had mixed. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I suppose. Yeah. Look, I I made my debut in a in a kind of final against Mayo, and it was um, I was actually working. I I I, I was. Knocking around the panel in 2004 and then I broke my hand, came back. We won the All-Ireland under 21. Didn't get picked to play in New York. Didn't get in the, I wasn't in the panel against New York. Wasn't in the panel against Leitrim. I was actually working in the bar in the clubhouse. And I was out to watch the second half or whatever, back in or whatever. And we were playing Leitrim. The following day I got a phone call, you're in the panel. And then I was starting three weeks later in the first. Um, uh, I remember, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was 30 degrees and... 35 that packed house and all that sort of stuff terrible game but uh, we won it anyhow but the week like look the week of a kind of final it was kind of you were used to it because my first I was in the first six years I played we were kind of final every we were getting used to them you know particularly against Mayo there was good buzz around there was a lot of Mayo people you were kind of trying to stay away from the club because there'd be a lot of Mayo people in the club and things like that but uh it was a big game. Look, it was the be all and end all because there wasn't many All Irelands in either Mayo or Galway. You know, it was kind of you know it was a huge game to mm. to get to a kind of final and 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 Roscommon as well and Sligo were good at the time. So it was different when you're playing Mayo. You were a bit more kind of carefree because you know there was opposition. There was a lot more pressure when you're playing a Sligo because. The expectation. The expectation was high and things like that. So you just try and kind of put yourself, stay away from the house, stay away from the Alphala. Uh, do you know what I mean? Not be going to the club too much because you're listening and everyone's got an yeah. opinion and you do this, that and the other. But uh, look, fierce excitement, particularly when you're riding to Castle Bar or Pier Stadium. Fear, like really, really, you could feel the buzz. You get down, the, you know, the grass being cut, getting ready. And like they were great games. Now, look, I know we give out about the provincial championships but when you get to the final stage that's when the games are good and that's when the real excitement and I suppose the one thing I'd miss from the only thing I miss from not playing is is, is Connacht final week when you be getting ready and and, and uh, you know the, they were the big games Kian yeah look at the the buzz we'll say in the week we weren't we weren't lucky enough to, to, to get to too many like there was there's a the big drought for us but like the Does that make it extra special though then when you are does it does see, it bring about that's extra the, that's the thing for, for like sure. the, the we say the weaker counties you know yeah. this like one in every 10 years we'd say a Leitrim a Cavan or whatever get to a, a Connacht or an Ulster final the build up for that that's why the provincial final uh, yeah. is so good because the potential of one big win and you're there you know and the build up to it is outrageous that's why it's so hard to potentially get rid of the provincials mm-hmm. you know like going into the start of the year Leitrim or whatever are saying we're not going to win Sam realistically we beat New York, we beat Sligo and next to what we pip Galway or pip Roscommon. We're there, do you know? Like London, yeah. were in London, were in a, a provincial final not so long ago. Yeah, do you know? So that that's what makes it all the more difficult to to, to discard these provincials, you know, because the potential for the real big day is there for the weaker county in, in that. Like so, like the build up for in eighteen. Yes, everyone was hyped and yeah, was what ifs, what ifs. We're playing Donegal. We're at the time, I think there were in eight Ulster finals in nine years. So like mm-hmm. we were rank outsiders at the time. But like from getting there in eighteen has brought Cavan on tenfold in yeah. championship football, not league football, but championship football. Like we've been in another one in ninety or what was it twenty won it. Do you know what I mean? Like so, like I think that the, the drive it's a closer carrot to get to a provincial final. Than Sam, you know, yeah, you, you look at Sam and you always think to yourself, "Oh, no chance," you know. Like in your head, you're kind of this positive thought we yeah. spoke about a couple of weeks ago. But the doubters is still there. When you're looking at the provincial, you're playing a near neighbour, and you're kind of like, "I, we can beat them." Like, do you know that kind of yeah. way? Whereas Cavan go out to play Kerry 
unless you're playing them every year in provincial championships, you're kind of thinking, oh, we're not going to beat them. Yeah. But if Kerry was an Ulster, you could go and actually go in and go and like, we can we can take these. Yeah. Do you know what I kind of way? So it's just, it, it's a little thing like that that that, that bolsters the, the, the provincial. Like, But <coughs> the, the build-up to the to the week is brilliant. Same as same as anyone else. Like there's, you have the shy talkers too that yeah. kind of will, will be harp on your ear and you stay, try and stay clear of them without kind of insulting them, you know. So you kind of, when you're playing, you kind of keep to yourself. You know, yeah. everyone's saying, oh, it's a great build-up of a week. It's it's not really, you know, you're kind of like, oh, can't really you're avoiding into, everyone. Can't, can't go into the shop, like, yeah. is it next, oh, what about Sunday? You know, and you're kind of like, oh, would you go away? Like, you yeah. know, I don't want to be talking about Because you're quoted saying something, oh, we should win. And then next of all, it's like, oh, Mackie says, you know. Yeah. And, and then next of all, it's, it, it snowballs and it's gone wild. So yeah. you're kind of, from my thing is like, you kind of, you, you turn into a recluse, you know, you're yeah. kind of like, oh, someone going to town for me I'm not going to town I'm not talking to anyone you know because that, that's kind of the way it is because it, it's so easy to stuff the snowball you know but it's, yeah. it's funny like um, when you talk about some of these big days are so rare you actually don't enjoy them yeah. they kind of bypass you without because yeah. you're so focused on it like and like we were fortunate enough down in Kerry that we were in them more or less every year or whatever and it, but when I started the battles against Cork like Genuine only for all Ireland final days, mm. you will not beat Munster final day in Clarny with Kerry and Cork. Back when Cork were competing, like absolutely electric, like we'd get a bus and you'd have to go through town and just bodies everywhere. And it was so handy for them to get the train down a lot of them. Trains in the middle of town, they'd walk into town, have their beers, walk up to the match, walk down more beers, train back to Cork, more beers. But it was just. Oh, mm. the, the atmosphere in Fisher State and whatever it was about Munster final the day it was always most of the time it was nice and then there was just extra heat coming off the crowd because it used to be packed and you'd actually know the car crowd had their own sections as well so you knew exactly so they'd actually always be behind the tunnel in Fisher State and so when you're coming out and when you're going in at half time and stuff but uh, the last couple of years obviously when Cork fell back and Munster probably wasn't as competitive mm. as well, it took it away from it but it is funny when you stop playing and you think back to the Jesus, you do. You avoided life yeah. for the yeah, week yeah. of it, just Except in case. Except when you're you... working in the bank. Oh, the bank. <laughs> the bank was a and nightmare. Everyone is waiting. There's one guy waiting in the queue for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can like, see him. No. You can see him in my mouth. <laughs> right cashiers, we can't. No, no, I'll wait for your man. Yeah. Yeah. That was and the, the Monday was part. worst if you lost because we waiting for this. I, <laughs> did you see that, Finian? The Monday. He never made a Monday after a Connacht final. Or the Tuesday. Or the Tuesday. I go Wednesday. Wednesday at best. Yeah. But, but it's kind of lost now, I suppose. Yeah. Look, with with you know, there's in in the last fourteen years, eight teams realistically have had a chance of winning provincial titles. You know, yeah. the three in Connacht, the three in Ulster, and Dublin and Kerry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, Leinster final won't be full. Munster final won't be won't be full. Connacht final to be a good crowd, I'd say, and and and, and to be a big crowd up in yeah. up in Ulster as well. But the Munster final, it's down in Clarny. And look, I'm not going to go into price. It's forty five euros for the match. 45 euros, yeah. That's mental. Crazy. You get to a Premier League match from that. Yeah. yeah. And I go, like, you're trying to encourage crowds to go to games. Look, I don't know what it is for kids or whatever, and we'll talk about the months final a bit later on, but I was chatting to one of the boys on the way up here, and I said, that's 40 euros. He goes, no, no, it's 45. But the biggest problem with that is that the Leinster final might be a different price. Yeah. <laughs> and the Ulster yeah. final will probably be less. Yeah. And the Connor final will be somewhere in the middle. Do you know what I mean? I don't understand how it's all, like it's not across the board. I know it's that comes back to provincial councils making their own team. You yeah, know? and it's, it's another thing of we're trying to encourage people to go at the provincial championships 
bar Ulster and Connacht no in fairness is competitive but they're dying a debt and you're trying to get people to go to them even though the games have been one sided and you're charging whatever they're charging so they probably know that Limerick haven't been, been in one in a while and next of all they're going to yeah. escape like going we, we'll pull on these boys they're going to yeah. go because they mm. think Limerick mightn't be in one for another 10 years now they could be they're, they're making great strides like, but they're probably going like oh Limerick people are going to go we'll go to this yeah. 45 euro that's chronic money as you said then they get their f- few beers on the train <laughs> it's but that's, expensive all day, that's like. just one person like so yeah. but we'll go to the Connacht final because uh, I tipped Ross Connell at the start time you did delighted that, with that. that that's an easy like <laughs> you've seen the easy route to a final so yeah. we could sit here and go There's, all, I, I got to a final there's always yeah, yeah, forward yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking <laughs> you, you need to map it out cuteness, cuteness. I, no, I'm no da. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I st- I'm still sticking to it Ross Common, and I know you'll be thinking differently no I am uh, look oh Jesus <laughs> get rid of him he's not going to give us no truth <laughs> today the is run, rubbing <laughs> off of me yeah. like. <laughs> I, I genuinely I have a fierce time for Ross Common now that'll probably make a fool of me now but I think they're one of the few who can change their style of play in the middle of a game to a running or a kicking style Um, I think going into it after two wins in a row against Galway and right you might say the league the first league game um, still two in a row they're going for three and I think sometimes that brings a f- few bits of doubts into teams' minds and if Roscommon get a start can Galway go can they get it together look you'll know more you'll probably know more about the mood up there I'm presuming Galway will stick to that defensive structure um, which worked well for the majority of the game against Mayo yeah, do you know what? It's a it's it's a massive it's a massive conic final. Uh, I'm actually going to blow it up, giving out about the provincials. But this is a huge game for both counties, a massive game because I think if the winner kind of gets ahead in the in the pecking order, I think if Roscommon win, that puts them ahead of Galway. You know, you know, next year you're mm. looking at Mayo, Roscommon, Galway. You know, it puts it puts Galway back, and it really puts Roscommon in 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 the frame. It's um so so look it's 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 a massive game. Obviously, there's going to be a backlash from Galway. There's going to be uh, you know there's a lot of siege mentality given they've yeah. beaten us twice this year and things like that. But uh, they've been interesting games over the last while. A lot of Connacht finals, a lot of FBD finals, league matches. Like it's a huge rivalry now um, between both teams. So there shouldn't be anything spared. I hope the weather is good because uh, as we know, Pier Stadium can be a disaster yeah. if if the wind is blowing and it's a, it's 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 a two. Two two separate halves, but I do think. Look from a Ross Common point of view, they've improved great, you know, hugely. I think they're looking to consolidate themselves as a Division One team, and really because they've they've touched, they've fallen back, touched, yeah. fallen back. They really want to get up there now, um, and they've got they've got the players to do it. Definitely got the players to do it, and as you say, they they can change their system. I think the big thing for Ross Common this year, and I mentioned it before, is their wing forwards. Yeah. Like if Kieran Murta and and Colleen are your wing forwards you're looking at shooting the lights out because those two boys can score from anywhere. You know, they're probably two really good inside forwards as well. So that kind of sets out where Roscommon are going here. Particularly with the wind in Pier Stadium, if you've got six kickers that can kick from around the 45 and you get room, then 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 you're in a good space to put up a big score because like you don't want too many workers in the, in the first half. You want them in the second half. So yeah. I don't know, well... Will Anthony Cunningham look at that? Maybe changing up with a Kilroy or someone in the second half to to start running the game, as you as you say to 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 change halfway through. But uh, they have the, they have their weapons. They have Jeremy Merton coming off the bench there. They have you know Keen McKeown has found his has found his form. So they, look, they're going to trouble us from a Galway point of view. 
Haven't heard much, to be honest. It's been yeah. very quiet, you know. You'd send you the odd tech. Anyway. No, I haven't, haven't heard, haven't heard a thing. <laughs> I, look, I think against Mayo, we got, we got it right. We, we, you know, two sweepers, Kieran Malloy and Dylan McHugh sitting back. You know, we beat, beat them on the counter. The way to beat Mayo um, against Leitrim, then we, we, we changed it. We didn't have a sweeper system. Now, the number thirteen, I forget his name, from Leitrim caused us a bit of bother. You know, and they were letting in long ball that causes a bit of bother when we didn't have that defensive mm. shape. So, look, we we obliterated Leitrim with our forward play and things like that, but. It'll be interesting to see on Sunday how we go. I, I think we should go with with what we went against Mayo. I think we should keep it tight and try and beat them on the counter. Um, if, if if I was involved, that's what I would be saying. But um, look, PJ will will maybe have a hybrid. He might have won at the back and, and, and maybe push up on all the kickouts as well. So look, it's going to be an interesting game. The midfield battle is going to be huge. It's mm-hmm. going to be huge. You'll have Enda Smith, Paul Conrad, really good players yeah. knocking around there. Comer will be in and out, you would think as well. So... Look, it's it's got the makings of a thriller. I hope it, don't, it doesn't fall flat in its face, but they're expecting a big crowd in Salt Hill. If the weather is good, the, yeah. there'll be carnival atmosphere. So um, I'm not going to give a prediction yet. We're not ready for that. No. We'll yeah. Later. I'll catch you later. Last common by four. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Anthony Cunningham was saying during the week, uh, Keen, that he doesn't think the two league games will have a bearing on this championship game. Is he just playing games there? Or? Uh, to to an extent, he probably is writing it off a wee bit. Like the both teams kind of rested players because in in the league, I think Galway were already promoted, yeah. so they passed kind of no remarks. And then in the league, finally, you kind of had Mayo down the line. You know, in a, in a week or ten days or something like that. So it was kind of like, what what are we? What yeah. what's our aim here? You know. So he he's probably right that he doesn't want his players reading into it too much and and stuff like that, but. Like both team, both teams have have outrageously good forwards. Like that, that's the, no one can question how good their forwards is, and, and probably most common and, and Galway defenders are probably going to say, "What does Mackie know?" But like defensively, both both teams are are under a wee bit of pressure. They need that extra man back. Do you know that kind of way. So it's it, it's nearly who, if you dominate around the middle in, in most games. You, you'd be thinking we'll win this game but if you dominate around the middle and, and Roscommon play defensive or Galway play, play defensive like both teams are brilliant on the counter so yeah. the, the question is like do you want to win the mid- midfield battle or not you know unless you get it in early you're starting to play over and back over and back and like both teams are really good at, at, at this blanket defence that was that was brought in we'll say in Ulster years ago but yeah. like both teams have really brought it to their own and have outrageous pace breaking out so like it is going to be, it has potential to be, if it was let be a shootout, it'd be a, a spectacle mm. like no other. But I can see it being kind of one of those games, cautious, pedestrian, slow you know, burner. slow burner, you know. And when one team goes maybe three or four up next to all, bang, we have yeah. to go for this. And then it'll open up. So I, th- I think first half, it, it'll be a slow burner. But when you get into the second half, one of the teams is going to have to come out from this mold, defensive mold that they have and Next of all, you've a, you've a real good championship. Uh, a couple of couple of good scores early on from distance will you might change Put pressure it. on. Yeah, you have to push out like, and you've got like Zamerta, Heenan, Conroy, Shaney can kick from distance. Do you know what I mean, Johnny Heaney? So like, if if we get a couple of early scores from the forty five with the wind, then the teams have to come out. The, the defense has to open up a yeah. bit, and and that could change the way the way the game goes. You know, so um, no luck. It'll be interesting to see. But, but both teams like. Of real confidence of beating other, do you know what mm. I mean? Like so, like the way I always looked at it, like Galway always feel they can beat Mayo, 
Roscommon then struggle against Mayo. Yeah. But Roscommon have zero fear of Galway. Mm. Zero fear. Galway have lost the last three kind of title finals. Yes. Bowman to play on the mind is small bit. <laughs> We've only won two kind of finals in 14 years. Yeah. If, if you it's want to put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so it's a huge it game just for us. Add, it's a huge just, game it just adds yeah. extra pressure. I still think, like I know what the talk is above, but it's one of them you see so I, one day I could be going Galway the other day Roscommon I'm going to stick to Roscommon I just, I've liked what they've been doing the way they've gone about their business but I sometimes think bringing that baggage into a game if it doesn't start well or let's say Galway can't get Shane Walsh into the game or Comer into the game early or maybe Conroy has a rare day where he's not clipping him over for 40 yards that jeez oh not this again yeah that that's kind of that's where the baggage kind of kicks in to, like I suppose we were saying it there a few times when Shane Walsh, Comer and Conrad, if three of them are playing well, it's easier for everyone else because your three main boys doing it. But if one or two of them yeah. is a bit slow getting into it, is that doubt going to creep into the rest of the team? We need we need those three boys playing well. Simple yeah. as that. And if they can get on the scoreboard early, 100%. just do something good early. And Sean Kelly as well. Yeah. Like Sean Kelly is an absolute machine, but is Sean Kelly going to be stuck in on Donny Smith? You know, or how are we going to use him? Like he's against Leitrim the last day, power and forward, setting a point, setting up goals. That's his game. Um, and look, he can mark as well. But I suppose if he's stuck in marking a Donny Smith, or he has to go back on a Jeremy Murtha. And if we do take him out of there, are we, you know, Robin Peter to pay Paul? I, I, I it, it's a tough one because against the wind, particularly in Pierce Stadium, if we have Sean Kelly going forward with Shane, Johnny Heaney, do you know what I mean? You know, Finney and O'Lee, then, then, then we we have a lot to. Uh, Ross Common will have a lot of questions to answer if, if we can get Sean Kelly going mm. that way but we, we need him back there as well so yeah. he's the captain he's the leader so that's a predicament we're in but we do need those four players those four players play well we, we have a right chance and Keen, I suppose Ross Common if if they get over the line how, how far can they go like they're not really in the conversation for an All-Ireland but you win Connacht there and Connacht is competitive you can't turn your nose up to it and I know they played Kerry the weekend. Yeah, look at Roscommon nearly it affects them more going into Crow Park than, than probably other counties, you know. Mm. And Roscommon can beat anyone in any provincial stadium around the country. It just seems like Crow Park causes them serious issues. Um, and the way they play you'd think it'd suit them loads of space for their forwards. But it just comes back to defensively and like you spoke about Kerry over the last two years. Defensively is where they get let down. And when you're in Crow Park, if your defence isn't up to it, you will get absolutely handed a beating. That's why Mayo are so good when it comes to Crow Park. Man for man, pound for pound, they can actually pick lads up one-on-one. That's why Mayo can actually come to their milk in Crow Park. Where other teams then, this blanket, this extra cover, like it, it doesn't work. So unless they can sort out the, the issues, and call with the exact same, unless the issues can be sorted out defensively for both of these teams they, they will struggle to kick on and, and win Sam because like Dublin come to their milk in Crow Park because they have loads of space and they have pace and power and defence you know so yeah. defensively like it's 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 a great spot for a forward in Crow Park when you have pace and power but defensively I'm sure it's a, it's a long old day you'd know better than any either of us but like it's a long old day in Crow Park with, with 30 yards in front of you and you're kind of like where are we going here? Yeah, Do you know? Yeah, so unless yeah. you're unless you're good defensively, 
to to get out of to get out of Crow Park yeah. with a win, you're under severe pressure. And and some of the biggest teams and best teams in the country have found that. Do you know, like Tyrone go up there and they just they they're so defensive mindset's yeah. perfect. The better Kerry team that was tipped to comfortably winning on yeah, Ireland, yeah, you know. Yeah. So but it's another it's, one it's there. Like one. you can go into Crow Park and play defensive. Well, unless it's a system that you know like the back of your hand yeah, yeah, yeah. you might as well not it takes a lot of work it, a lot of work a lot of understanding if it's a big game there's a big crowd you don't hear anyone anyway but it's, it's very difficult like your, your energy levels to be sapped trying to play defensive yeah. Like, yeah. unless you can man on man just beat your man like a defensive setup. Barrett would say Donegal back in the day defensive setups always found out in Crow Park mm. because the ball has moved around so much you're yeah. running from Billy to Jack and mm. next of all 60 minutes into the game, your legs are hanging, no matter how fit you are. Yeah. And then they yeah. kick on. So, like, unless you can go man for man in, in, in Crow Park, now don't get me wrong, you get the extra bodies back, give a hand, but a defensive setup like, is found out in Crow Park. And that's the beauty of, of the big pitch. And, and most most teams like. do it. Most teams do. It's counter attacking mm. game we're in now at the minute. Most teams do it. But some teams do it and, and come up with it the week of match say look we're going defensive we're putting these yeah. 12 and 10 back but like a Derry who have put like every minute of every hour Galway under Kevin Walsh put every second into this to get it right do you know what I mean so when you were in the defensive shape you knew where you were standing you were full back line were in front you know the the wing backs were in tight you know what I mean you knew where you were yeah. whereas just being back is, is tokenism as Keane yeah. says it's a waste of time you know so look it, it, it needs it needs work but Roscommon lost to really good defenders when they were on the cusp Neil Collins and Sean Malouli left the panel yeah. two of their best defenders in the last 10 or 15 years left the panel when they were really coming to the fore about 4 or 5 years ago which was a pity so like they never really replaced them so now they're into kind of smaller players you know David Murray's yeah. tigerish but he's small and then they've got Daly who's small as well so look it's uh, it's 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 interesting but they Keane's right they they do have the forwards but see what happens at the back one word prediction Galway I have to stick with Galway from, from the get go I like, I like the way they play Finian you can't go home if you don't say Galway yeah Galway 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 in a tight game I'd say Galway in a tight game just have to get over the line in this one so I think we won't we won't leave behind us hopefully not I'm going to stick with Ross Common um, of course yeah <laughs> don't get sour now look I, I said about the start I'm going to stick to them we're going to go up up to Ulster now Derry Donegal it's like it's it's going to be brilliant it's to going fair. to be it, probably because of the backroom team as well like you say like Gallagher there he knows Donegal inside out and from the start I, I like the way Derry were going about their business but when I watched Monaghan against Derry Monaghan tried to beat Derry at Derry's game, you know, and when they actually slowed their attack down and, and were patient, they got a lot of scores, marks, frees. But when they forced the issue, next of all, the Derry would kick on and score a goal and, and kill them off. Donegal won't do that. Mm. Donegal will play a pedestrian. They don't care. They'll win the game 7-6. They do not care. It's all about winning. So... As much as I like the way Derry play and it's pace and it's Everton, I just think Donegal could wear them, wear them down, keep the ball and and really push it on. And it's, it's experience as well. Like, like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's their one, eighth yeah. final in 12 years. Derry's first since 2011. As good as they've been, you're going into a bit of... Most of these players, the unknown. And right, they have momentum going in. But that pressure, that build-up we talked about 
sometimes it's out of your control avoiding people mm. um, it's going to be interesting because they have played this free spirited style and it's going to be tense it's going to be tight the atmosphere is going it'll be interesting how they cope with the pressure yeah it will and I suppose Donegal are going to have to somewhat mirror Derry like they're not going to leave themselves I suppose what Kerry did in 14 against Donegal you know a little mirrored them a little bit mm. kind of brought bodies behind the ball so I think Donegal are going to do the same and they're going to break a pace so I hope it's not two rocks colliding in yeah. a as you say in a 10-9 yeah. Uh, situation which would really because then you'll have teams all over the country trying to start this yeah. crack again or whatever but uh, like Donegal or Derry bring everyone behind the ball everyone there's 15 inside the 45 they're attacking and then they're the pace they move at McKinless and they've got Heron up front McGuigan up front you know kind of like Donegal were I was going to say you know, very like Donegal very like Donegal. Their pump. <coughs> so so look it's it's Donegal will have to keep bodies back and have their sweepers and stuff but they'll want to break a pace and I just think Keane is right they'll have that bit more experience when it comes down the crunch with McBrearty Ryan McHugh Michael Murphy on the freeze freeze are going to be big at the mm-hmm. weekend you know who who slots them and, and things like that so yeah I, I, I think it's a bit soon for Derry you know yeah, they're going to be confident going in I think it was to be fair I think it was Colm O'Rourke said that he worried when they came up against maybe a better team that they don't score enough points that they've been getting goals <laughs> but against the Donegal or a bigger county who'd probably mind the house a bit better that the lack of scores at point kicking might cost them they are very confident do you think that could be the stumbling block? Potentially but like Cavan Cavan playing against Donegal really opened up a can of worms for Donegal we were talking about how good the replacement for Neil McGee was mm. and Paddy Lynch then took him to the cleaners Paddy yeah. Lynch is a cub New yeah. on the scene, and he took him to the cleaners. So, like Donegal have to be real wary of what's going on in their full back line. Do you know what I mean? Like Cavan, if if we had a scored what we should have scored, you know, we would have been ahead, of, and and the the, yeah. the long high ball would have been irrelevant. Do you know? But like they'd be conscious of that. I I just feel Derry like Derry have a lot of good man markers. You know, like McKay would be happy enough picking up McBerty. Mm, yeah. Do you know? Like Killian the Gunner picked up. McBurty. McBurty was kind of a, a fringe player for but most of that game. He does that a lot. He is a fringe player for a lot of games, but he comes away at one two mm. in ten minutes. Well that that's very true. But I just I just think Derry, man for man, they will be they'll be happy enough picking up the majority of the Donegal forwards. I, I just don't know like No Shin Gallen is out. Yeah, he's he's a big loss. Big like, loss him, yeah. him coming on is, is a breath of fresh air when yeah. when he does play. it's a it's a middle third is the big thing, like you know, like Hugh McFadden, he He's could do it back. He could do a dog in session on on Connor Glass, yeah. and then Connor Glass could be out of the game. I think it always seems like you're saying Michael Murphy. I think this is the biggest game for Michael Murphy in a lot of years because I don't think they have anyone that can actually pick him up. Now Rogers will try and run him up and down the field, mm. but Murphy is so physically strong. I think the Derry have players that can pick up most of the Donegal boys. I just don't think they have a man that can actually physically do what Murphy does like Murphy can win the ball and spin and kick it from 40 yards he can go inside he can go out the field I think that's a big thing for Gallagher he needs to find out how he's going to pick up Michael Murphy mm. it, whether he brings out Rodgers and picks him up but Rodgers is one of the best players at driving out of yeah. field so do you lose that to stop Murphy or you know that like Gallagher's I, a, I a lot of do. thinking to do like. I think you sacrifice something to stop Michael Murphy because yeah. you keep him quiet you stop his influence on the yeah. game but it, it's the more you actually think about this game the harder it is to call Yeah, 
do you know because you're you'll be going down different routes and if they do this but if they do that I keep getting brought back to this it'll be a 9 all 10-9 and then it could end up being an absolute cricket score if both teams said do you know what I'm going to concentrate mm. on my own game our own game here and play the way we are but so much is pointing me in the direction of Donegal they've all the experience they've been here players have done it but they should have been beaten by Kevin yeah. do you know they've been they haven't performed you're, you're always thinking that there's more in them there's more in them there's, maybe there isn't do you know yeah, right kind of way yeah, we keep yeah. saying there's more in them there's only so many times you can say without going maybe there isn't more in them do you know and maybe the fact that Derry haven't been here will actually be a blessing there's no pressure on them go play the game they're on momentum they have confidence they're buzzing under the energy Um. I'm going to confuse myself now but I just think it's so hard to call see Gallagher Gallagher will have them buzzing yeah. that's without a doubt and he will say it didn't get the, the credit he probably deserved when he was with Donegal do you know what I mean like it was all Jim McGuinness it wasn't anything that Gallagher done now Gallagher since he's left has proven I bring something I bring a lot to the mm. table do you know what I mean so he will bring hunger he'll want to prove everyone wrong but then on the flip side, could he overthink it? Could he, yeah. you know, it, that that's that, that's the thing. But I think it's a massive, there's not too often you could say this game is going to be won or lost on the line. I think the matchups and stuff like that is massive. Yeah. And and how the style of play they play. Like if Donegal look at how Monaghan went to try and beat Derry, like they have to be looking at going a slow, methodical attack yeah. is better yeah. than a breakout. You were saying like Donegal are going to try and break out. They have bundles of pace. But like, then you're going turnover after turnover after yeah, turnover. Yeah, yeah, Derry, Derry don't like playing that way. Like they want to, to go. I'm going to get you to call it now. Go oh yeah, it. I'm going with Donegal. Yeah, well, look, the history kind of says over the last twelve or thirteen years that you know Donegal will get the job. Will get the job done. They'll know how. Uh, I think they do need just on the point of the team a couple of tweaks. Like I, you know, if I were the management team up there will be looking at a Paul Brennan or someone mm. that can sit back in front maybe starting him and maybe putting Mogan to centre forward on McKinless because Mogan can go forward but he can he can also defend as yeah. well so a bit of a hybrid there might he might be better on McKinless than, than O'Donnell but if they if they make the slight changes they mirror Derry slightly I think they have more more firepower up front I think Donegal will win it yeah uh, I, I want Derry to win it just for a, a change up. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, I, and, yeah. And, and to prove myself right. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just think like it's a massive like if Donegal lose this game, you have to be looking at the line and going, You have made bad decisions here. Mm. Like the manager has to be the fall guy here. Because like you've seen what Derry bring. They bring this energy and everything and you've seen how Monaghan played against them. Like I I'd be if I was a Monaghan player or supporter, I'd be very frustrated. With management going like we shouldn't have played the game this way, so if if Donegal if the management get it right, Donegal should win this game. Yeah. But if they get it wrong, and try and go toe to toe with Derry's energy, Derry win the game. So yeah. look at I'm I'm banking on a bit of uh, common sense in 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 the Donegal dressing room to know right we we take this yeah. right right down to a dull drab affair. Not that I want a dull drab affair, but yeah. to win a game. Yeah. I do that's it. what it's about it's about yeah. winning it so uh, if, if Donegal do it right they, they take the energy just sap the energy out of Derry yeah. and then just play at, a, 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 at their place mm-hmm. so I, I'm going to go Donegal unfortunately yeah, I think while, just while we were chatting I was like going, do you know what 
no, there isn't more in Donegal. I'm going to go with Derry. And then by the time you finished, I was there. No, I'm going to go with Donegal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think the know-how. And I yeah. do think they have that experience that if they need to spoil the game, they can do that. So, look, the three of us look like fools probably next week now who's McGee hopefully. tipping because I ain't going he's the opposite sitting of him. on the fence all the time <laughs> <laughs> he must have bought the fence a year yeah. <laughs> no room for me on it uh, it so needs a dairy window provincials oh need definitely look, it yeah, would be, it'd great, be great, great and it would be look it'd be incredible and the buzz that they'd have like they'd be dangerous in Croke <coughs> oh pace and but power yeah just sometimes <clears> the experience <throat> in Donegal are good at like that they can spoil and yeah. change their style as well then look we won't spend long on the monster. I Look, I think it's great for Limerick, the progress, whatever. We talked about the price, 45 euros, absolute joke. But I expect Kerry to win this by 15 points plus. And that's just, just there's a difference in class. Yeah, look. We won't look, spend long dwelling on it. Would you look at Kerry? Like Kerry now are kind of like the Dublin of the great Dublin era, the bench. Man, yeah. I was looking at a bench against Cork. I was kind yeah. of like, this is... Like, the bench if, is stronger than... Some of the starters. Oh, without a doubt. Like, can you look at that team? Like, if you went and said you're Dublin starting forward and the Dublin bench from back early yeah. in the in 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 2014, yeah. 15 or whatever, and then you put the Kerry one, like it's it, yeah. it's frightening. It's very. It's similar. absolutely frightening. Like it's it's the, it's crazy. Yeah, the problem for the problem in the Kerry camp is the couple of lads who didn't play well the last day. Mm. Now this is a problem for Limerick and the rest. Like Tony Brosnan possibly yeah. played himself out of the picture. Yeah. Uh, no, obviously there's a carry from an outsider looking in, you know, he, he missed a couple of chances, Gainey came on, like they're fighting for the position and there's Killian's plan and you know, there's that happening as well. So there's a lot of row I'd say the AVBs are, are unreal down there. Um but but you're right, look, a team coming up from division three playing this this Kerry team, Kerry should absolutely yeah. annihilate them, um, unfortunately. But that's just the nature yeah, so of the So three of us are in agreement there, Kerry comfortably. Yeah. But it did look it's good for Munster that Limerick are on the way back but this Kerry team do look very strong at the moment they look tuned in I don't think they'll be caught I actually think Leinster's going to be the same I think Dublin incredibly comfortably yeah D- Dublin and I know Kildare did alright this year I think their celebrations in Newbridge is going to be a big it's going to bite them yeah like Dublin Dublin are a different animal when they get to Crow Park because like as I said earlier Man for man, they can pick lads up because the recovery pace, you know, like in a big mm. pitch, it's recovery pace and you can get your tackles in. Even if a forward sells you, he can get yeah. back to you. Like Mick Fitzsimons, when, if you sell him in Newbridge, you have a shot. You sell him, you have 10 yards to go yeah. to get your shot. Mick Fitzsimons makes that 10 yards. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, so that's where Dublin come to their milk. Yeah. You know, and, and like we, everyone wrote them off, they got relegated from Division 1. Like Conor Callaghan back, is worth three players. You've Conor Callan in there next to the ball. You cannot go man for man then. You have to have someone sitting in front of him. That frees up, would say, James McCarthy. Do you know, like, yeah. James McCarthy running, that yeah. means Dean Rock's on the loop. Yeah. That He's brings a Dean Rock, Yeah, but that brings Dean Rock back to where Dean is good, like, do you know, like Dean's not a ball winner like yeah. a Comer second or whatever. Ball. He's yeah. the second ball and he's a finisher. So, like, one player back for Dublin changes the whole dynamic of yeah, their team. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's and like it's mad to say like even Clifford doesn't have that influence in Kerry or no. or McShane and Tyrone like the or Murphy even in, in Donegal. Conor Callum how he brings that Dublin team is outrageous. Yeah, it's, it's totally it, different. It, it just turns the whole thing around and it changes the bench as well. Oh massive. Because now you have Scully 
on the bench to come in an all-star you've got Davy Byrne to come in their bench is a little bit stronger now than we well everyone spoke about there was no f- names but with James McCarthy back Conor Callaghan back those two now are on the bench and it makes you know they three or four posters yeah. up yeah. I just see look Kildare have forwards to cause Dublin problems I just think defensively unless they go very defensive at the start mm. I can see Dublin going for goals straight away I think if a goal goes in and a second goal goes in I just think the head's dropping and say oh yeah. this again that mental baggage of carrying all the past defeats I think Dublin by 10 and I could that'll probably come back to bite me I just mm. I just think defensively Kildare don't don't have it yeah look D- Dublin like, the, the chances they had in, in Newbridge that day like I think yeah, Dean Rock just, had a chance to tip it in and I think the keeper got a hand in yeah, and just slapped his hand just really off the boil I just off the boil yeah like, they're back to doing basics really well they look focused and I have heard of people who know lads playing that they were really cranky about Newbridge getting yeah. beaten they all, the over celebrations they, they called it a massive it. training camp and, yeah. and I'd yeah, say all just, bets were off over there like, was, like that even people like us now talking about them and like we talked about poking the bear it's going to hurt these are proud players and they're going to go they're going to look to make a make an impact but we all in agreement Dublin anyone go oh, for Kildare yeah. no I think so Dublin, yeah, Dublin. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin well Kildare have looked great strides and they'll be dangerous in the back door they yeah. will be I just think Dublin are in a in a bit of a mood that they were not going to be caught yeah, yeah. like Highland Flynn could play well he could clean a Dublin yeah. back but the rest of the Dublin backs could take Highland McCormick yeah. they could take them out like yeah. you know Johnny Cooper could just eliminate someone there and, 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 and be done with them <laughs> you know yeah. and merchant the same and, and, and nothing said about it you know lads who were going really well in the It'd league be given, nearly could be just taken out exactly yeah. but we're running out of time but we had a qualifier draw this morning uh, threw up a couple of tasty ones Armand Tyrone Mayo Monaghan Claire Mead and Cork and Leitrim or Cork and Loud sorry <laughs> She's either their Telting Cup and the and the Sam Maguire. But uh, the first two games, especially Armagh and Tyrone in the Gaelic Crowns. Fireworks. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, I was delighted. Now look, they're all a bit kind of. Uh, it's it's funny how they they were all pulled out together or whatever. But yeah. look, it's it's great. Tyrone, Armagh. You saying it was doing? probably a fix. <laughs> are you allowed to that? Are you allowed to that? Uh, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like it. Um, but look, it's it's great. Tyrone Armagh, that's the game you want. That's yeah. in the Gaelic grounds as well. All-Ireland champions, that'll be a full house. Oh, they yeah. might even consider, I know someone was saying they might even consider bringing it to Crow Park or something like that. I don't know. I hope they don't. They, I, I, same yeah. as that. Same as that. I think you need to leave it in the grounds yeah. they're in. Fill those. Fill those. Have people wanting tickets and not getting them. Not bring everyone deserves back. a ticket. No. no as simple it, as that. Bring, not everyone can go. Bring that back. But and you, I think, you'd be fair to play like now, everyone wants to play in Crow Park, but Tyrone have played in Crow Park any amount of time. Yeah. But if you're playing in a stadium that is absolutely wall to wall sound, it yeah. is. There's nothing better. Yeah. Like 100%. you can all talk about like uh, like big massive crowds in Crow Park, but Tyrone Armagh, like it's not going to bring it. There's no. not a chance Crow unless Park, you double header it with me. Crow Park isn't full anymore until no. it's all Ireland final day, or unless you get a Kerry Dublin at the semi final. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. But look like, at Nolan Park yesterday. Nolan Park's a class stadium for matches. I don't know why they don't play enough more football yeah. matches there. They have a lovely stand behind the goal. It's really compact. Everyone is in on the pitch. Mm. Like that match yesterday, everyone was stuck in on top. Yeah. They were all mixed in. It looked like really good crack or whatever. And I think the Gaelic rounds will be the same because oh, the yeah. terrace is so close behind the goal. 
like there could be a few like it could be a few slaps a few rows a bit of crack but like that's what Not you want you know? no, but it's like, frowned upon but yeah. you love it but you'd have a pint after like, do you know what I mean and the crack would be good but look I'm go- I, I, if we were looking for predictions I think there's an absolute kick in Tyrone here I think they're going to they're, I think they're three or four points going to be better than Armagh yeah, look at we'll me. make a quick note because we're running out of time. Will tell us different. Yeah. N- neither team wanted this game. Like, as much as it, you'd think, yeah. like, oh, you want a big game no, to didn't. get yourself going. They would have loved a loud, they would have loved something, just get the ball rolling again. Mm. Uh, look, it's hard to look at Turn around Ireland like, champions. You have to you have to go with them. Like. No, but I'm going with Armagh. Donnie's going to do the business. <laughs> you know something we don't know. Uh, I tend to do. I, I definitely, definitely think Tyrone have to have too much for Armagh. Have to. Mayo Monaghan. Is that Mayo at home? Mayo at home. Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, look, you, you mentioned it earlier about the Mayo defence. And we've mentioned it numerous times. McManus doesn't get enough help off the Monaghan forwards. Yeah. I just think the Mayo defence will be able to do a job in the Monaghan The forwards. learning Mayo yeah. will have got out of the Galway defeat. Yeah. Yeah. And and the four players that were missing back make, like Paddy Durkin and Rob yeah. Henley, they make a huge difference. So... I think they'll learn they might change their style a little bit like everyone's mm. been kind of saying so I think there's a kick in Mayo yes there's good players in Mayo and I think Killian O'Connor more on the legs as well yeah Mayo yeah. for me I, I'd i say Mayo yeah I think they have a little bit too much and, and the back door nearly suits them coming yeah coming who would have thought you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <mad. laughs> after, after 10 years Claire I and Mead I'm going with Claire I, I've, always, I've always said I don't think Claire ever get credit um, the consistently Division Two the last number of years. Um, Colin Collins, the job he's done there is incredible. Yeah, I'd, I'd be and me that going well. People were surprised that they got such a beating by uh, Dublin, and I was there. Why were they surprised? surprised yeah. Definitely not. No, no. I heard a few Mead people on the radio, and the bit looked at it, and I was there going. Where are they getting this optimism from? Mead, Mead people, they, they, this is but coming from a bad league as yeah, well. Like. Mead people see the, the the positive in the team the whole time. Like this, like they, they're thinking back in the late nineties, early two thousands when yeah. they were brilliant. Mead at the minute are like they're Talchin Cup esque team. Like they're mm. kind of that middle tier we were talking about they could, earlier. That's they could probably they do it winning a Talchin Cup. Yeah, that that's get them a better bit of winning mentality back. Like Clare, Clare, the bad loss though. Clare against Limerick, you know, mm. like knocking. They would have been thinking, we get over them, we can kick I on. I think that's so what caught him. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, look at you'd be thinking. Or maybe they are hitting the end of this curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, be going, I'd be going Claire, but it is yeah. very, very tight. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be tight. But very, very level, level pegging game. Yeah. yeah. And Cork v. Load. <sighs> I was chanting a good few Cork people over the weekend, and they were hoping for either Claire or Load. And when I was like, wishing for Load is a dangerous one. Mm. Um, but they're at home. Oh, <coughs> Where's <I>, home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing out a couple of dingers. <laughs> Turner's cross. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, I think. Look, I think they'll have too much from. I think that bit of pride. I think they'll have taken an awful lot from the Kerry game, and I think they'll have. To, I think they'll have too much for. I'm loud. going for loud in this one. I think experience the Mickey Hart factor mm. and I know we've spoken about it before they've had a great year I and mean, the worrying thing about Loud this year was losing to a team in Leinster after yeah. the year they've had getting well bet by Kildare and then getting well bet in the qualifiers so I think this is a lovely carrot for Loud that well, they didn't get one of the big teams yeah. and they can finish their year in style if they if they win this this shows huge progress Massive. in Loud I think 
you know, they've got good forwards, good enough forwards to trouble Cork oh, and do. a system, Mickey Hart will have the system in place. Like, I just think if they can win this, um, I think they can win it. I think they, they it's in Cork, but sure, look, Cork are where they are and uh, there's nothing between the teams at the minute. No. Yeah, I, I just think, I think Cork should have too much for Loud. Like, I think Loud definitely have, have made great strides, but I think if Cork play even a fraction how they played against Kerry, you'd have to be thinking there's more than Loud. Yeah. Like Loud, don't get me wrong, have have, have kicked on and, and, and a brilliant year, but if you if you were a Cork man, you'd be really hoping to, mm. to, to, to beat this team. Like Sam O'Reilly, yes, quality footballer, but like there has to be a man in, in Cork that can nullify mm. his, him and then next of all, it's it's an open playing field because he's He's kicking the majority. You have Grimes of and Byrne as well, who yeah. are going well. But no, I, 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 I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. On form, on form, it should probably be loud. But I just, and maybe we're getting blinded by the how Cork should be doing better. But look, I'm going to stick with Cork, and it's kind of how out of a Kerry thing as well. I'm hoping that they can kind of get the show back mm. on the road a small bit, and I think the GA needs them as well. But I think it'll be tight either way. I'll be tight. tight. It'll game, be good yeah. game. It'll be good all, game. All, all four tight games. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately that's all we have time for with you lads so thanks very much for joining me I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Longford's Mickey Quinn Hi Mickey how are things you're gearing up for the last couple of weeks of school Good yeah all good thanks Darren yeah on on the wind down now um, and wind, wind up as well fingers crossed <laughs> champo week so um, yeah it's a nice time of year um, when, you, when you're playing ball and hopefully the weather picks up yeah, we could do a bit of weather. Before we go into the game, I just want to congratulate you. 100 appearances there recently for Longford. Uh, must have been a big moment for you, the club, I suppose, and your own family. Yeah, look, it was one of those things that it actually came about from just uh, trying to tot it up myself and, and mm. see in the past geez, how how many games have I played and how long have I been about. Because um, I remember looking back at um, Aidan O'Shea when I think he hit 130 or something or 150. And I was like, same age, and I was just looking to see what was the difference in maybe your your top counties and counties further down the line uh, in regard to playing games with your county. Yeah. So um, it was just interesting to see the bit of a gap um, when you want to play games um, at that level, league and championship. So, um, but yeah, it's nice, uh, nice token, and uh, one of those that that it's nice to have and. It's something that probably every county you'd you'd love to see them doing, having uh having probably chalking down everyone's games and see see who's been around the most and played. Looking at Paul Barden, Dermot Brady, mm. these guys that have been around for a long time, um for for Longford, and you'd love to see what they have. Uh, I think Paul or met Dermot, and he was saying that he could have been seventeen years playing. So, I think he's well past the hundred, maybe <laughs> two hundred. But it's it is a it is a nice gesture and like that it is something that should be celebrated you know when fellas hit certain milestones um, that there is a bit of a token there because I remember when I saw it I I started thinking how many games have I played for Kerry and I couldn't I, I I didn't look too much into it, but it is something that should be celebrated as well and you mentioned it there about you're playing it to play games league and championship and obviously the Talton Cup now um, this weekend and. How how were your feelings about the Talton Cup as a whole when there was talks of this competition coming in? Yeah, look, what I've probably been for it from from the beginning. Like I, I probably, in one sense, looking at it with a head for myself. That you know, from my own game, I think definitely. Like I always wanted to 
you want to play against the best, but you kind of, when you do get that opportunity to play against the best, you want to be in a position that you can compete. And I think there needs to be probably ways of developing and improving from year to year and, and probably long-term. Um, and that's something that, look at playing your Dublins or your Kerrys or your top teams that on a, on any given day, this kind of thing that you might put it up to them, but, or even put it up for 20 minutes or half hour, 40, whatever it is. But there's not as much development opportunities in in games like that. Um, and I think from a holistic point of view, you need to be looking three to five year plans, especially for, for the likes of Longford that, okay, there you have a Talchin Cup and albeit this year, um, it's knockout. But next year, I think the plan is a group stage is to play more games and then teams can develop and have a, have a target or stepping stones to actually move up up through the ranks, whether it be in the league and then push through the Talchon, have a couple of years, maybe one year good in Talchon to push on maybe and get games in the qualifiers at Sam Maguire level. Um, but I think there's more opportunity for more teams to develop. Like I think the Super 8s, when it came in, that just widened the gap, in my opinion, um, from your top eight to everyone else. Um, and even in that, there was probably a top three or four in that Super 8s. Um, so I think the Talchon Cup was an opportunity for, for teams to try and develop um, long-term, not from just year to year. And I think that's what's happening probably with ourselves. We go from year to year, just kind of turn up and go again and go again. And there's there's no development and improvement when, when we're doing that. It has to be a bigger picture. Yeah, it's a, like, that was a brilliant answer because I was there for the last while kind of going right I want to get Mickey's uh, thoughts on the competition and for the last few weeks like on the show we've been talking about the Talton Cup and I'm actually excited about it as an outsider looking to watch more competitive games and I was really keen to know your thoughts on initially and how to keep kicking it on and making this competition a real standout in the GA calendar and even the way you talked about it there you're right like these games of playing let's say if you're playing at Dublin you might put up them for half an hour they're not going to develop you and it is it's not a season on season it has to be three and five year plans and not looking for the quick fix and like you said it there at the start it is about games you want to play as many games as possible and I know when I was playing the worst part of Intercounty was the amount of training you did for so little games and you'd be hoping if they can the GA can get this right that there's no there's no end to what it could be in terms of having an All-Ireland final weekend where you've the Telting Cup on a Saturday and the All-Ireland on a Sunday and making a big a GA festival of it, I suppose. Definitely. Um, like The thing is that there's there's county games, the length and breadth of the country, these past few weeks of um, the challenge games or whatever you want to call them, um, yeah. behind closed doors and probably some of the greatest games that could be played and yeah. um, and but still it doesn't have the same same uh, effect that you know they are essentially challenge games or build up games for the for a championship but you know well everyone's trying to play each other and there's a big scramble then a couple of weeks ago north and south and do you want to play someone in the challenge that you could meet um, in yeah. the Falchion Cup and then Connacht versus Ulster and you could meet them in a qualifier this kind of thing that 
everyone's doing it and looking for these games. Whereas, you know, if, if there's a, a, a fixture or structure in place there to try and help that. But again, as much as um, we kind of say the, the structure of the Talshin Cup or, or whatever, like the ownership a lot comes back to, to the counties that th- there's things in place there for that development that, you know, some counties have really good structures and things in place to, to be competing at that level. And, it's it's only another wheel um or cog cog in the machine to yeah. try and get get Langford to improve or, or other Talshin Cup teams. Like I know we're physically probably we've a lot of young guys and, and the S and C side of things is something that's probably well behind other counties and probably the next six six months to two years is an area that we really need to improve on going forward. But like there's lots of little areas that that can be improved, but you'd hope with um with this this ch- championship draw or second tier championship that there's opportunities for improvement and development in counties. Yeah, and you were at the launch there last week, and is there a you probably got a chance to talk to a few of the other lads? Is there a bit of a buzz amongst the other lads playing for the other counties that they're looking forward to it that? They want to make a push for like obviously like I see there, Cavan seem to be most people's favourites, and I suppose they got to Crow Park earlier this year in the Division Four final. For me, looking from the outside, just a chance to get to Crow Park in a semi final where you're playing somebody of equal standard to you in a final, and getting the chance to climb the steps of the Hogan Stand and collect silverware, like it must be a huge ambition for so many fellas because that's that's what. You're on about games, or you dream of playing in games and big games and collecting silverware. So, I was just wondering now, would there be a big buzz now amongst some of the other lads you talked to that they're buying into it and they're thinking, "Is this a real opportunity to progress?" Yeah, like I think, I think there is, but I think there's that hesitancy with things that is it going to be um, what happened in the past? Yeah. Um, there's an area like I think the big thing is it's a starting point, and it mightn't be the best fixture or best setup at the moment. But once there's area for improvement and change, um, that'll come. And I think yeah. that can be adjusted no more than this year's knockout. Next year is going straight into uh, group stages and there's games straight away for more games for everyone. Like I think most of the lads are kind of open to that. Um, but I think it's, it's, how guys responded from losing the provincial championships to to now, um, I I think any team that probably put in two three weeks of good good training, uh, the past two or three weeks will come out um with a good result this weekend, and no one actually knows where anyone's at. That's the yeah. thing, um, whether it be losing your provincial or getting a clip in in your provincial game, or doing well in a challenge match like. I don't think anyone knows where where other teams are at until game day. Um, yeah. You're looking at league form, and league form is out the window at this stage because it's been so long ago, and a lot has changed with maybe guys leaving panels or you know form dipping or injuries. So, um, like I think that's the exciting part of things, um, and it's probably a shame too that look at the semi-final stages where games are going to be televised but even the Wexford Offaly one on GA Go it's it's mm-hmm. great that there are games and there are platforms there that games can be on it mightn't be available for everyone or people mightn't it's not 
on RT or, or your main channels, but if there's opportunities there for games to be watched, whether it be on YouTube Live or whatever, that people want to see games. And as you said, people want to see tight games, like Wexford, awfully tight game at the weekend. We had finished. Um, you know, everyone wants to, would love to see a five-minute highlight package on that game. Nike McNamee hitting 1-5. One five, one five, um, yeah. You know, like... They're, they're the kind of games that you want to see. No one wants to see kind of dead rubbers where with mm. 30, 20 minutes to go that, you know, there's seven, eight points in it and it's just kind of see out the game. So look, there's there will be areas for improvement from from every aspect, but I think it's a start and a means to, to go on for, for the likes of Longford and other counties. Yeah, I think the main thing as well is that they actually listen to the, to the counties that are playing and the players that are, are playing and want to be playing in it because there are ways to continuously grow the competition and make it more appealing for let's say some of the counties that aren't buying into it there's always ways to do it and I think if they open their ears and they actually listen to fellas and you know what they want they want games and you know you want the rewards of getting to Crow Park and playing in the big games and then an all-stars at the end of it or you know something like that like for me like the opportunities are endless and it takes away from just being about your four and five teams at the end of the year all the time. And but I suppose from your own point of view, we we're chatting about it off 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 camera. Like you're a, you have a young family now. Have you found the commitment levels um, changing much over the couple of years? And I suppose having the Talton Cup now and another chance of silverware does it make it easier? All the sacrificing we were talking about uh, the ice bats and the chiropractors and the physios and. The whoop, the the recovery. Yeah, look at everything kind of changes um, and you get perspective on things a lot more. I suppose for me, I probably was lucky enough to Australia probably gave me that perspective on things that, you know, my reason for playing has always been family and, and what it gives to the family and, and the people that are close to you. Um, and probably with a uh, little daughter there, it, it heightens that even more. Um, and to to play a game in Croke Park and, and have family there. And that is something that probably it, it's on the bucket list and um, before before I'm finished that to play a game in Croke Park uh, in a Longford jersey, that, that's something that I really want to do. Um, but in regards to, yeah, time commitment and everything, look, we've probably, um, and, and you mentioned it as well off air, that it, it's not the actual training, it's probably the, the added extras. Um, and they're the kind of things that you kind of, you're trying to to fit into your time um you know i think less is more and i think lads have, mm. have started to realize that at intercounty that you're not slogging away um training four five six nights a week doing something every night i prefer to to load up on a day that you have a full day uh, recovery or full day off and um, because i think the mental load of it um it adds up if you're going every single day so it's you know ice bats yesterday chiropractor today physio tomorrow um, and then try and squeeze in a pool session or, or a kick uh, in your own time and um, they're all the little things that you're trying to do to get the body right and um, whereas i think the younger guys just want to kick ball and, and yeah. you want to kick ball too but and uh, the body mightn't let you do it as much as you want to yeah i actually always found that it was the the stuff you have to do away from training, the stuff that most people don't know about and they forget about or they don't want to know about, that's the stuff that I actually find. And even I'm only playing club stuff now and 
trying to be there at certain times you can actually warm up and you're seeing the young lads they don't even need to stretch anymore they just run out there and throw their leg at it and I'd be holding the hamstring just watching them but it does it takes time and it's more time away from the family or leaving work early or whatever like that but uh, I was looking back you were you were fortunate you've you've a couple of National League titles um, 2011 and 12 two in a row um, was there ever a thought back then like you know that you were going to keep kicking on and maybe Leinster Championships were a goal because like you mentioned the Bardens there like the, I remember playing Longford in 2009 and very lucky to get get out of the game with a win definitely like I I missed 11 I came back from Australia in 12 and uh, I got the Division 3 championship mm. and like that that was my first year back and sure everything you expect this is normal now winning mm. Division 3 um, and you're pushing on in Division 2 then the following year but I think that's where, where probably, I find that your your second tier teams battle to back it up the following year and the year after and stay at that level that, like realistically you're you're talking a, a three or four year cycle and keeping those players about for that length of time. I think we've struggled probably in the past where guys commit for a year and gone for a year and back in or maybe two years and gone and and. They're the kind of things that a squad, if you can't get everyone to buy in for for three plus years, then it's very hard to to make those progressions. And I suppose then if you're looking at the extended panel, that those other guys can benefit from that too. And I think that's where where it's been difficult to have those carrots um for us to develop. Like we got up to division two and it, um look we I think we lost a lot of games by two points, three points here and there, and then there was a few injuries to key players at that time with Paul Barton and, and Decky Riley um and probably rushed back and, and then that kind of just um heightened things then uh, that we were back down to division three and then the following year back down to four that it actually knocked us back a little bit because yeah. we were kind of chasing our tails a little bit then. Um, so it can be a bit of a, a roller coaster too that I think we went up from Division 3 that year um, and I think Roscommon and Cavan actually stayed there um, and then the following year we went back down they went up and they stayed in Division 1 and 2 um, for the following few years after that so it's amazing too how teams development over those few years can change um, you know, we were on a downward trajectory and they were on the up and stayed up so um, and they're kind of all the added little things you know players and um, SNC set up just a lot of probably stuff in the background that kind of needed to be tidied up to get get guys committing for longer periods rather than just a couple of years here and there yeah and like I suppose you touched on at the start of the show like the Talton Cup it's not a, a one season it has to be a three-year plan, a five-year plan. And look, hopefully now that there is good buy-in and like obviously you'd be a big name in the GA. When other fellas, I think for me, when fellas see the attitude you're bringing to it and I yeah. see uh, Barry O'Hagan there recently from down talking about it, um, that's what you want to see. And that's the only way to progress. Like you talked about it as well earlier, but it's all about games. It's, it's not about the training. It's all about as many games you can play, league and championship. And obviously that carrot at the end of it, you know, getting to Crow Park, hopefully a chance of silver, which it is a realistic chance for an awful lot of teams in the Taltian Cup. So I'm hoping that if the GA can really see what's in front of them and the 
the opportunity that's there to really grow this competition and hopefully actually listen to players like yourself and just on ways to grow it and make everybody really buy into it. I, I just think we have an exciting um, opportunity to have absolutely great competitions all year round. Like. I think so. And I think I think come the end of this year, whoever wins your Talshan Cup or whatever way it goes, that I think you kind of have to tweak and change things as as it progresses to try and to try and cater for and improve. Like at the end of the day, in my eyes, I'm looking at how can maybe close the gaps um, and improve football in in counties like Longford. Um and and a competition like that, if it needs to be changed or adjusted to try and allow for that um, and allow more improvement rather than kind of the gap widening and um, you know I think a holiday for finalists as well as the the winners is something that on the further down the line is something that yeah. could, could be looked at and um, you know whether it be an all-stars or or not I, I don't think players some players might buy into that a lot more I think the big thing is that there's recognition and that it is a good standard and it is competitive that it's not just a token competition um and i i think the gaa can be seen that it's not going to be that and as as we talked about that it's not just a competition that's ran this year and if it doesn't go well then sort of ties out the pram let's scrap it and, and go a different direction that it didn't work that you know i think things like this in order to see improvement you probably have to have a minimum of three years and then further down the line it's five seven ten years before you can actually see that long-term improvement like i'm looking at guys on a on a minor or an under 17 county team at the moment that that are in st mel's college that are they interested or is there a real do you know do they want to play for yeah. for longford and having something like that that okay you know, there's a character, there's an opportunity there to to play f- football at a high level, and then maybe progress and move it on from the Talchin Cup. That if there is a good squad or good crop of young lads coming on, that they're willing to. Whereas in the past, I think it was very easy for guys to opt out. Um, and there's nothing wrong with with lads opting out if, yeah. if it's not for them. But I think if there's things in place to try and and help and improve and. And allow for that, then I think there's more chance of guys wanting to wanting to be part of a county setup. Yeah, and like that's what it's about. I think young lads they want to be watching fellas from their own county, fellas they see every day of the week walking down the street or teaching or whatever, competing in big games, going to Crow Park with the possibility of winning silverware. But I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today, Mickey, and best of luck the weekend. And I'm really hoping that uh, you can have a good run at it and. Um, Look, here's hoping it's a big competition now and uh, the GA buy into it because, like we've both saying, like the the possibilities are endless with this and hopefully now, um, hopefully now you've been kicking on and we might see you in Crow Park later on in the year. Fingers crossed. Here's hoping. Thanks, Mill, yeah. for having me. Well, that's all we have time for in today's show. A big thanks to Longford's Mickey Quinn for joining us today to talk about the Talton Cup and a big thanks to former Cavan footballer Keen Mackey and former Galway footballer Finian Hanley for joining me in studio. Uh, look forward to seeing you all next week where we'll have loads more action to talk about. You're listening to the GAA Hour with Darren O'Sullivan on Sports Joe. The final whistle is all over. Jim Gowan, Jason Sherlock embrace. Dublin are the history makers. Today, Sean Kavanagh, who is a brilliant footballer, but I tell you what, you can forget about Sean Kavanagh as far as he's a man. O'Sullivan, oh, that was-
was absolutely brilliant. What about that for skill from Darren O'Sullivan? Kieran McCall, it's high, it's over! Will he ever get a more vital one than that? The transition talk, I think Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what do you think of that? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.